Hi everyone and welcome to Bad Work Stories Made Good. My name is Karina Rubek and together with my co-host Emma Matthews, we'll be doing exactly that. In each episode, we're going to take a bad work story from our client work, the media, or even your own bad work story and get some good out of it. So, without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, Karina. Hi, Emma. How are you this week? Uh, I'm really good, thank you. Um, although I'm, you know, I've been interested by a trend, a new trend that I've seen out there called quiet quitting. Seems Ooh. to be taking over the the airwaves and the social media commentary. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I thought I thought we should have a chat about it. Are you, are you intrigued? <laughs> I am intrigued, quite quitting. So tell us more. Tell us yeah. more. Yeah. Well, actually, what is it? I mean, I thought, well, yeah, what does quite quitting mean? Well, it actually means doing the barest minimum required to get your job done. So it's not going above and beyond. And it's uh, actually called you know, acting your wage or inflation-adjusted mm. effort. So, or like the old school union would say, work to rule. So basically doing the bare minimum, the basics of your job description and nothing else. And sort of examples of it um, that I could find were things like turning your notifications off uh, so that you're not kind of on and on all the time, not reviewing emails after hours, you know, leaving the office or logging off, you know, on the dot, like done, I'm done. (laughs) And um, yeah, so it's kind of it kind of sounds like you know there's a lot going on right now. Obviously, there's I mean a lot of change, but um, yeah, it sort of seems interesting that we've got to this point. You know, what is what's really going on when we sort of hear about this as a trend? Um, you know, is the response to the overwhelm, um, and in fact, you know, the the speed and intensity that we had been working during the pandemic has really, you know, exhausted a lot of people. Um, everyone's been affected for sure. Mm. Um, the other underlying issue could be obviously feeling that contributions are not being recognised. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so really, you know, on, on the surface it might seem like, well, you know, basically we all need a break. <laughs> you know, the intensity has <laughs> been a lot. Um, and they also call it coasting, you know, and rather than after the great resignation where people were really, you know, jumping out of jobs, you know, the pandemic, again, people felt, you know, locked in, they felt they needed a new job and, you know, the great resignation came about. But actually now people, you know, jump jobs, didn't necessarily find it a good thing. And um, so, yeah, so they've now decided they'll stay put um, and, yeah, just go on the quiet quit or the coasting. So, yeah. Bit of a reaction, I think, to the to the hustle culture. Mm. But um, yeah, but I'm thinking, what's the bad work story behind this? Mm. Mm. What, so what, what, what? What's your first take on it? Yeah, I mean, I think the reality is that when I think about you know being in that state of just doing the barest minimum in a work in a job, believe me, I've been there. <laughs> I think we all have. We all have at some point. We're just like, actually, what's the point? What is the point? Right. Yeah. Um, not recognized, oh, I'm not going to get any more, this, you know, it, it, it's that feeling of disengagement, that feeling of like um, complete and utter, yeah, what's the point really? I suppose it's, it's so the bad work story for me is that 
when I'm in that state, um, you know, I know my health and well-being suffers because mm-hmm. basically I feel uninspired. I don't feel like there's any point. I feel no worth or meaning to actually like, you know, I feel like a machine, to be honest, if I'm in mm-hmm. that state. It's just like, you know, tick the boxes, do the do the basics, get the, through the day. But actually, for me, I hate working like that. <laughs> You know, so that disengagement, that that feeling of lack of lack of connection, um, yeah, it's checking out. You know, so so I think that that for me, the bad work story is the spiral that could happen, right? Yeah, that of that distant disconnection. Yeah. Mm. What about for you? Um, well, what comes up for me is the framing of it, right? So quite quitting. So. I, you know, like I, I get that perspective that you've shared and I'm just wondering around the emotive nature of words being used like coasting, you know, and mm-hmm. and I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the original quite quitting was the, the original, you know, kind of video that came out of TikTok yeah. was about, um, you know, doing a good job within the boundaries of your job description, right? Yeah. So actually being productive, doing your thing, but actually calling it a day around kind of overextending or over-efforting yeah. around what in the in the kind of engagement world we would say discretionary effort. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and I, you know, I think that's been interesting around kind of a backlash that you can see online around employers going, well, if that was your freaking attitude, you wouldn't work for me, you know. <laughs> and if you want to get re if you want to get you know grow and be employed and be promoted, you got to you got to do this. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. Loop back to what you just you know introduced earlier, which is the hustle culture. Yeah. You know, and and that's I kind of you know like that wasn't kind of a descriptive that was around when you and I were both working in corporates mm-hmm. <clears throat> and literally doing. Doing that, right? Hustling yeah. for, um, you know, like, and but you know, I'm, I kind of think the lens that I was doing it through was the, the good girl, get promoted, looking for opportunities, and kind of like, you know, how corporate slash capitalism has kind of fed off that discretionary piece, yeah. and then the backlash is, and again, you know, there's lots of this online too around. Um, well, actually, I'm not getting recognised. Yeah. I'm actually being taken for granted. Um, yeah. You know, the promotion's not coming or the contribution, I think, as you said, is not being recognised. Yeah. And therefore my value, it's kind of like, well, I'm putting a whole pile of my energy, my, you know, my, my heart and soul into something. And yep. you know what? There's no return. Yeah. So that bounces concepts of purpose, of values alignment, of exactly. my yep. alignment and coherence into what I'm about and of course that links back into the great resignation yeah conversation you know um and this is a subset of that like if you don't you know if you don't freaking care about me and my my growth my path and and maybe and I'm assuming here that I've tried to communicate that because that's the other flip side right is Mm. how have I taken responsibility for my needs yeah have I communicated these have I actually said hey you know I need to give you some feedback around how I'm, you know, like, you know, I've done this for a while, this is not working for me or there's no recognition there. You know, how do we, how do we create a, a win-win and, and focus on the purpose and the, and the vision we're working to, you know, like what yeah. actually gets me out of bed? 
Absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so, I and I yeah. think the reality is that most organisations are going through so much change based on post pandemic realities mm-hmm. of what the world is you know like now um, that there is so much work to be done in terms of that you know reviewing purpose in organisations reviewing mm-hmm. vision and where are we going and I think uh, you know quite quitting could well be a symptom again of just that that real disintegration of you know maybe the way we've worked in the past and you know what the purpose of an organization's here for um and you know whether uh whether sort of senior management and and boards are really saying you know what we need to do post-pandemic is not get back on track but actually reinvent re you Mm. know Mm. review everything and actually say are we relevant um are we relevant in, in this day and age for our market, for our customers, for our people? You know, what is it we're really here to do? Um, and, you know, while I don't like the word pivoting, um, it's like, you know, there is, there is a point at which taking a turn in a completely different direction or really recreating um, the organisation. And I think that, if the you know, the symptom could be that, you know, uh, looking at quiet quitting if you're if you're a leader in an organization you're saying god they're all checking out you know like i haven't got i haven't got an engaged um team here any longer um mm, mm, what what's, yeah what are you going to do yeah exactly yeah what would yeah what would you do yeah. Well, I think the other thing is to recognise some statistics, which, um, you know, like I think the something that was done by Gallup before the um, COVID was that 71% of millennials were disengaged. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hell of a lot, right? Yeah. You know, and then you, if you're talking, you flip that and say, okay, well, let's, you know, say only 30% of your workforce or your team is actually like in, and engaged is kind of like the discretionary effort, you yeah. know, like um, yeah, and you do it, you know, like I mean that's a friggin' load of wastage and um, you know like human waste in terms of potential yeah. and energy and ripple effect and all of that stuff. So back to your question is what the what the hell do we do with this? Yeah, you know. So, and I think for any lead, leaders listening, you know, this is this is really scary, important stuff. You know, I mean, it's like shit. You know, like this is your freaking. You know, like I was about to say, this is your freaking job. And yeah, it's like you know, becoming that team coach. But you know, the leadership piece around. Yeah. How are you bringing your team back? How are you facilitating these important conversations in a safe and trust environment where people can really speak? What is going on for them? Yeah. You know, and and you know, with um, with the potential, you know, like quite quitting, coasting. I'm going to stay here. Um, response, and you know, with with everything pointing to a recession, it's like, how do you actually? You know, people aren't going to get up and leave. I mean, some people might. You know, some mm-hmm. people might go. You know what? Great opportunity. I'm going to follow my passion, my purpose. But, you know, if, if that's not options for people, how do you re-engage that energy and that commitment and, and purpose? And that requires some pretty full-on, honest, strong facilitation skills um, for team leaders, yeah. which are not always taught, No, as we know. No, and also, um, yeah, from the personal perspective, so yeah, right, totally about the team leaders and the and the leaders needing to step into this. But also, if it's you that's in this state of quiet quitting, 
um, mm. then what is it's also a personal responsibility for you to take some action. I mean, we spend a lot of time in work. Um, and do you want to spend most of your life eking it out just to put the the pennies in the in the you know in the money box really uh, or do you actually want to get some fulfillment and so the personal responsibility is you know I, I just don't love this job any longer what do I need to do maybe mm. there is you know going to your manager and saying look I want to learn a new skill I want to expand or I want to um, you know, this one part of my role I don't enjoy, um, can it be shared, you know. So actually getting um, involved in creating the work you want. Yeah, um, yeah, and, totally. you know, that's that's when we are really taking action that, you know, can make a change for us. Totally. And, uh, and as a leader, you know, how seriously are you looking at this concept? You know, like if people are, you know, and, and of course we know, know the other component of this is the work-life balance piece that's coming in. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to, you know, answer my emails after 5 o'clock or, you know, you can forget anything on the weekend. Well, again, coming back to purpose, I mean, that could be absolutely okay. That could actually be. Sounds pretty healthy. You know, like a very healthy, you know, to use your word, pivot. <laughs> God, I hate that too. Um, you know, intervention. Oh, my God, another word. Um, you know, like some, something to iterate, like is this safe to try? You know, but I think, you know, from where we both come from is, you know, it's putting everything on the table, feeling that you can put this on the table and say, hey, this is what I'm experiencing, what's up, how do we move from here to where we need to be? And and I suppose for some people I'll say, well, I don't have the autonomy to do that. Mm. You know, like, um, and that could be a luxury for some people. But then I think you've really got to say, well, back to your point, Em, like, is this con- is this consistent with my values? Is this how I want to spend yeah. my precious energy and, you know, face my children when I come home from work every day and say, what was mummy or daddy doing, you know, yeah. um, and answer them honestly and give them hope about the future, you know. Totally. So it's a it's a really really interesting personal perspective that um, mm. again you know leaders um, good conversation you know like C suite you know your leadership team meetings you know well, how are you talking about this yeah you know and I'm sure people have got pulse studies and you know their hair yep. studies and all of this you know stuff going on it's like and you know lots of corporates will have action plans in place which is you know kind of funny um that this is still happening right Absolutely. you can hear me banging the table here um yeah. <laughs> yeah because it's kind of like this is not new no you know we just got um it's just been raised as a profile and um you know it's it's you know been popularized but this is this has been going on for a long time so exactly you know collectively we've been pretty shit at handling this yeah absolutely. so good opportunity to Turn it good. Turn it around. Turn it good. Turn it That's good. That's right. That mm. is definitely a bad work story, and I think it can be made good. So I think Absolutely. we've given options and, um, yeah, personal responsibility for leaders and employees to basically get in there and work work through work through what yeah. what, you know, yeah. what they want to do. Yeah, wake yeah. up. Yeah, wake up. My summary would be, you know, it's it's this is an awakening process, right? Yeah, you know, post pandemic more awareness, you're waking up to what's really important to yourself, your values, your, you know, which incorporates your family, how you want to live, how you want to work, what creates meaning for yourself, and then have the courage to go after it 
and co-create it with the people who can help you. That's exactly so right. So it's an active piece that we got to do, people. So, yeah. Sounds great. Perfect. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, I'll talk to you next time. Absolutely. And signing off. Bye for now. See you later. Thanks for listening to, to Bad Work Stories Made Good with Emma and Karina. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that the perspectives we have shared stimulate your thinking and are a catalyst for your own reflection and actions. If you have a bad work story you would like to share, get in touch at help at badworkstoriesmakegood.com. If you enjoyed, please leave a review on your favorite podcast provider. We appreciate it. Until next time, may all your bad work stories be made good. Bye for now.